Super Talk Mississippi media production. Let's do this. Obviously, the uh, the ten the ten the the tone of this uh, this chat's going to be a little different than it was going to be maybe an hour and a half ago. An hour and a half ago, it was going to be full balls to the wall, uh, you know, pain and suffering. Obviously, getting the win softens that blow a little bit. It doesn't have any uh, they don't have any choice in that matter. Uh, but State gets the win 35-34. If you're a, uh, an avid listener of Thunder and Lightning, Joel and I used to talk about this stat all the time, that State had never come back from more than 14 down ever in its history. They had never been down by 14 points at any point in any game and come back to win that game. They did that today. They were down 20. So this is the greatest comeback in Mississippi State history uh, by the numbers. Um, obviously, it shouldn't have come to this. Uh, State was looking really sharp early. They looked tr- tremendous late, but the middle of the game was a big crap sandwich that we just sort of have to work our way around and try to figure out if those things are fixable. The offensive line was not good today. Uh, there were too many penalties. Uh, defensively, they, they made some mistakes. Emmanuel Forbes got burned on, on a long touchdown pass. Um, all in all, it was just not what you expected from Mississippi State today. And I, you know, and I, and I, I want to offer sort of a, I don't know if apology is the right word, but you know, I've been telling you guys on the, on the podcast for the past few weeks. I think this team looks better. I think this team looks better, and they did. They didn't look better. And I don't know if that's my own inherent biases, to sort of you know, playing into that or, or or what. But for whatever reason, this team did not look the way I expected them to look uh, tonight. Uh, they got they got very very lucky to walk out of this with a win. So. Uh, that's my opening statement. You know, it's more than what Leach will give you in an opening statement. Let's start with some questions. Uh, Ryan, or whoever, whoever one you go first to, outside of Stephen Augustinelli. Uh, well, I actually, let me see. I, I'm not been able to see the people to be able to mute. Oh, you don't. Up. You don't have the uh, no the requests. Okay, I guess no. I'll just handle it myself then. Yeah. All right, we'll start with uh, with Ryan Strickland. Let's, let's get him on. Guys, if you want to you request to speak, just uh, give me a shout here. Uh, we'll do it in some order. Ryan Strickland, are you there? All right. He's not there. No, there he is. I do have a question. It's a two-parter. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, I haven't gotten the shirt yet, but it could be at my house when I get home. Appreciate you uh, handling that. AEW shop was a pain. Uh, that said, I, do I feel bad? Yeah, I do. Look, guys, when I do the podcast, and I know Ryan is joking. He's a friend of mine. But I feel bad when I, when I, when I do a podcast and I'm like, oh, things are going to be fine and things are going to be good, and they aren't. You know, I, I'm not trying to lie to you. So, yes, I do feel bad. I will, I will, I will say that. All right, uh, next up, I got a request from Justin Strawn. There we go. Sorry about that. Right, no problem, man. What you got for me? Or, or what do you want to say? All right. Well, a couple questions. First, are you in the pool? Uh, yes, we are at the pool. At the neighborhood must pool. be nice. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, first that question is actually for Ryan. Uh, how much did it cost to get Stingray to do the cameo before the game today? Uh, uh, it was uh, it was forty dollars because we rushed it, and it was. Uh, it was such a pain. I don't even want to talk about. It. He could not figure out how to use 
cameo or how to film it. Uh, it was such a pain and so much stress that it was not worth it. Uh, we were trying to play a little joke on Brian because he's not the biggest Stingray fan. Oh, I know. Stingray is maybe one of my top five least favorite people in the world. We we were laughing hysterically when we thought of the idea, and then he filmed a like three minute video to start with, and it was too big to put on Cameo and to email it. It, it was it was just a disaster. <laughs> that guy was an idiot. Up. I can't believe it. <laughs> I mean, the way he was reading, I mean, you like just see he was reading it off of a card. It was it was fantastic. The biggest we, loser did, imagine. We did give him a little uh, script to say, and he didn't. <laughs> part of the script, but I did like his uh, swinging of the bat. That was my favorite part. All right. Do you have an actual guess, question now? Yeah, I do. Uh, uh, I mean, I saw lots of people talking about quarterback play and the offense. I mean, the offense I thought was looked better, but I mean, when you have four turnovers and your offensive line is still struggling, how much can we really put on the quarterback? That's a good question. Uh, you know, Rodgers was pretty sharp early on. He was 13 of his first 14. He hit seven different receivers. Um, but then you're right. I mean, the offensive line sort of regressed to where they were a season ago. I thought they played poorly today. Um, that being said, I mean, they ran the ball pretty effectively. Marks had a really good game. And there's a I like this new stat they have on the, uh, the live stats, which is they, they have a sack-adjusted rushing. So State actually ran the ball today for 94 yards. 5.9 yards per carry. That's great. That's great. If they can do that every week. They got to have a chance to win some games. But we'll have to see. I, I don't put. I do put some of it on Rogers. The, the pick six is an awful. Throw. Oh yeah, that was a terrible. Throw. You can't do that. And he made some other bad decisions. He missed some guys here and there. But, but by and large, if they had lost today, Will Rogers wouldn't have been the uh, the first guy that I blamed. Oh, thank you. Guys. All right. No, no problem, Justin. All right, let's move on. Uh, next up is Miles Shepard. Miles, welcome to the show. What you got for us? Hey, Love everyone. the avatar, uh, by the way, man. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, so, quick question for you. Uh, yeah. Do you think Mason lasts longer than Albert Reese on the bench, or do we start seeing Albert starting? That's a good question. If you've, I know you listen to the podcast. I'm high on Albert Reese. I think he's a, a, a guy for the future. And, you know, he fits the mold of what they want to do on the offensive line. Long, tall, long wingspan kind of guy. Um, they're only going to let it go so far before they have to start playing some of these younger guys. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you today. I thought that we might want to see Sawyer Robertson at one point because it just wasn't working out for Rodgers. So, yeah, Reese is definitely a guy I think you'll, you'll, they'll see, you'll see at some point pretty soon. We'll see. All right. Thanks for the question, Miles. Uh, who's up next? It's Matthew Cunningham. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Brian. Uh, we talked about this. I know there's a pick six with Will Rogers. Uh, mm-hmm. Stat line looks good for him, though. And, I mean, in the in the second half, he kind of looked good throwing the ball downfield. Uh, are we able to take any hope going into week two with that? Or uh, should we still be worried because that offensive line didn't look great? Oh, thanks. no problem, man. Appreciate you uh, you joining us. I, what I would say is this. You should take some hope by the fact that there was a 20-point comeback. I mean, they could have just laid down. And, and we've seen enough Mississippi State teams do that in the past. And you're right. I mean, Rodgers, you, if you just look at the stat line, he's 39 of 47 for 370, three touchdowns to a pick. 
I mean, and he, you know, he had five, uh, five carries for negative 18 yards. Obviously, he took some sacks, and that's in there. But he also had a, 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 at least one scramble where he went and got a first down. Um, so I thought, you know, Rodgers, again, the interception is so bad. It's sort of, I feel like it's tainting my view of everything else. But, I, yeah, there's plenty of, of, of good today for Will Rodgers. You know, we'll see what he can do uh, next week against a much, much better team. So we'll, we'll have to see what happens there. Thanks for the question, Matthew. Appreciate it. And I wanted, to, and I wanted to add, uh, he has a lot more weapons than the other quarterbacks we've had. Like those, You're right. those two transfers look really good. Yes, uh, Tulu looks fantastic. Yeah, I don't know what world Wally is worse than Austin. Yeah, Williams. that's something that's to talk all, about, obviously, uh, on the uh, on the next show. But Wally, when he got in, looked incredible. Uh, what was eighty four? The freshman, he looked really. Rara Thomas. Yeah. yeah, Robbie and Falk and I decided that's the guy. That's the the guy who has a big week one, and then you never hear from again. So we'll see, be, if, we'll see. We'll see if he plays next week. And also, don't forget Malik Heath didn't play today. I mean, that's, that's a guy right. that they're going to count on. So, all right, our <laughs> next question. I don't know if he's a cousin of yours, Ryan, but Tyler Nelson uh, has our Not next related. question. You don't know that, Tyler? Are you there, Tyler? All right, well, well, we'll mute Tyler for the time being and we'll, uh, bring him back as if we need to. Randy Holloway is up next on the list. Randy, are you there? Yeah, Brian, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. What's going on, Randy? Thanks for joining hey. us. Hey, thanks. A uh, quick question for you about Scott Lashley. Yeah. Uh, six years of college football, four years at Alabama. Is he going to be the answer to this? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I mean, I thought State, you know, you – Ryan Nelson mentioned Polk and Calvin. They had great games. The other transfers, I mean, Charlton didn't do much of anything. Jalen Green was sort of getting beat all day. And then you got Lashley out there. I mean, your point is well taken. All right, if this guy could play and play at a high level, he would have done so at Alabama. Um, That said, this is his first – I know it's six years of college football, but this is his first ever start, ever. So, you know, let's let's see what happens with him and and see if he can uh, adjust a little bit to, to what's going on. You know, and in a couple of weeks, if it's not working for him, then maybe you have to make a change. But I, I'm willing to give everybody, not everybody, a pass. I mean, Mason Miller needs to figure some things out with his unit. But by and large, with Lashley, I mean, like I said, it's his first start. I'm willing to give him a little bit of one. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Randy. I appreciate it, man. Well, and I was uh, going to say, he, he didn't look as bad as Dollar Bill did. Uh, you're right. Dollar Bill had a rough day. No question. And so did Cross. Cross didn't have yeah, his best day. Justin Strawn. Since you already had a question in, I'm going to skip you for the time being. Let's go to Jason Galt, who was one of our uh, many of y'all who joined us a lot during the uh, the College World Series, and we've got him back. Jason, what's going on, man? Jason, are you there? All right, we're gonna we're gonna take Jason off just for the time being. If he comes back in, we'll be happy to to take his question. Let's go to Brad Haynes. Coach Haynes up there in Caledonia. What's going on, man? Hey, man. What you got for uh, me? About Tulu. It seemed like the game changed on uh, Tulu's kick return. Mm-hmm. And then you look today, I guess he had a couple catches for almost 30 yards. So, man, I mean, is that a guy we got to get more touches to and got to get more creative with? Yeah, 100%. I mean, and you're, and you're right. The game changed on that long kickoff return. If he doesn't make that return and State has to try to drive it 70, 80 yards for a score, I don't know if that was going to happen. That was the spark that got everything else going uh, the rest of the way. So, yeah, they, I, and, you know, 
That's a guy who played as much as he did today because Heath is out. But Tula Griffin deserves to start. I mean, he, he, is, he is a difference maker for Mississippi State. And I do agree with what you're saying about being creative and finding different ways to get him the ball because he, he can do things really good when he, when he has them. So we'll see what happens uh, going forward. Thanks for the question, Brad. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you having me. Yeah. All right. Our buddy uh, Rob Hadaway is on the list, and then Jason Galt's back with us. We'll, we'll get him in just a moment. Rob, what you got? Hey, hey Brian. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I, I've got Double uh, A, the enforcer, sitting right here next to me. Double A, good to hear from you, my friend. Um, so, first question. Um, I know Heath was out. Was anybody else out? I don't know if DeMonte Russell was out. I guess I can check that and see if he played at all. Uh, if he did, if he had a tackle, he's not listed as having a tackle in the game. But I, that doesn't mean he didn't play. He could have just had a really right. bad game. Other than that, I mean, I don't wouldn't expect anybody to have missed. Forbes obviously played. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing I know you talked a lot about the uh, the running backs catching passes. You know, with being squared up and going forward. Hmm. Than we, is it me or is it, are we losing Rob? What's going on there, uh, Ryan? Is it just me? No, we're losing him. Okay, Rob, well, I missed your question. What do you have to say? All right, we, we've lost him. All right, Rob, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get back to you soon. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. Uh, next up is going to be Jason Galt. Jason, what you got for me? Hey, how's it going? What's going on, man? Thanks for joining uh, us. Uh, not much, uh. So is it possible we just overlooked this team? Like what? Because it seemed like we cut it on in the fourth quarter. Like, yeah. I mean, it just seemed like we weren't really invested until the fourth quarter. There's something to that. I mean, anytime you play a team of this of this caliber, that's always going to be the first thing you think when you play poorly. Is you know, did we overlook them? That being said, man, I mean, it's a season opener, right? I mean, how, how do you overlook game one? I, I, I don't know if that's the case or not. I don't feel just off the top of my head like it was the case because they came out so sharp. Uh, I, I think it's more of they got a little overconfident, and I think I think Louisiana Tech may be a little bit better than we gave them credit for. I'm not saying that they're going to be a 10-1 a, a and one or 11-1 and one kind of group of five team. Don't get me wrong. But maybe they were just a little bit better. Kendall's a veteran quarterback. They had a couple of good plays here and there, um, and, and state just you know state wasn't sharp. So we'll find we'll find out for sure next week. I mean, if they go out and if they can somehow beat NC State, I don't right now. I'm going to say no, they won't. But if they can, you know, you you, you change your perception of this team pretty quick. All right, thanks, brother. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it, man. All right, let's see. Anybody else going to jump in here? What we got? While we're waiting on that, uh, what do you think about the spread for next week after tonight? Mm. And, and, and NC, NC State, State will good. be. I probably if I, 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 I y'all know that I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't gamble for a living. Uh, but I would think NC State's probably a six and a half, seven point favorite. Don't you think? Oh yeah, I would at think. least. I so mean, they looked. They looked good. They did. All right, Lance Musgrove is our next uh, question. Lance, are you there? What's going on, man? Lance Musgrove, are you there? Can you hear me? I can. What's going on, man? All right. Yeah, going much better now. Um, <laughs> I bet. Yeah. I think uh, I'm going to be a little more optimistic. I think we okay. clean up some of those penalties, and, and, and uh, especially across the offensive line, and then 
if we can negate some of those turnovers, I think like Austin Williams having a turnover was kind of mm-hmm. uncharacteristic. Agreed. Um, man, our, our receivers look much, much better mm-hmm. than I, I thought. Uh, coming back to the ball and things like that, and just pure catching it. Yeah. Um, now, you're right, Lance, in that the two of the big problems for State today are things you can fix, penalties and turnovers. Yeah. Those are things Mississippi State can fix. Now, the offensive line play, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's fixable because you got just got to go with the guys you got out there. But, don't worry about defense because the defense gave up 34 points. Now, those were well, awful turnovers. I, yeah. I, I grant you that. But still, I mean, when you turn it over five, four times, they turn it over four times, and one of those was a pick six. So he's going to give up yeah. 34 points. In reality, it's, it's 27 points. Um, the defense, believe it or not, they played much better in the second half. So, Well, the first and fourth quarter. Yeah, just dominated. Pretty, pretty doggone. I mean, the first, the first three possessions, they forced two turnovers. I thought they I didn't know what was going to happen in this game. I thought it was going to be a real blowout. Um, so, yeah. I think State can fix some things and, 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 and be more successful, but that's the thing, though, and we say it all the time, you got to fix it. If they can clean that up, I think next week we may very well lose, but I think mm-hmm. we can make it a much much better game than and what many State can do. lose next week and still have a successful season. They, 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 you know, but they, if they get blown out, that's going to be a bad look. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Lance, man, I appreciate the comments, man. Thanks a lot. No have a good all right, who's up next here? I think Rob Hadaway has finally got us up and running. Rob, are you there? Rob, are you there? Crap, sorry, I was muted. Um, I know you talked a lot about the the running backs having to, you know, catch the ball, yeah. uh, you know, squared away pointing forward rather than with their backs to the defense. I thought they did a lot better with that uh, today. Do you do you agree? You know, it's funny you say that, though, because when you look at the stats, they don't agree with you. I do agree with you, but, I mean, Marks had nine catches for 27 yards, and that included a 14-yard catch. So he had eight catches for 13 yards beyond that. Uh, Dylan Johnson, three catches for 14 yards. Um, so I thought that, yeah, I, to, to get to your point, I thought, yes, they, they, they did, but the numbers don't bear it out. So, but if I, re- I remember uh... – what Rogers missed Johnson a couple of times in he the did. first quarter. And, Johnson uh, had a drop in the first quarter on that yeah, tunnel screen that was set up to be a big play. So we'll see. You know, it's, that that's a work in progress. I thought I thought it was better though. So we'll see. Thanks, Rob. All right. All right. Who's up next? Uh, Chad Parks will be our next speaker. Chad, are you there? Chad Parks, are you there? All right, Chad. If you come back, we'll we'll get you back in the uh, the list there. Hey, I got a I, I, uh, I got a question while you're trying to find Ryan Nelson. What you got, buddy? Yeah, go did ahead. Anybody on defense really stand out? We did in the first quarter, but then he was kind of silent. But did any of the linebackers or did anybody on the defense really stand out? Besides, that's a, that's we? a good question. I mean, when you look at the stats, eh? I mean, Peters had nine tackles on the day. Brule had a good game. He had uh, seven tackles, including two for a loss in a hurry. Same with Watson, uh, seven tackles, including a, a quarterback hurry. Um, you know, Tyrus Wheat, you mentioned him. He looked very good early on uh, in the game. But, yeah, by and large, it was sort of a yeoman's effort, right? There, there were some guys who played well, but there wasn't anybody that just was, was just dominant today. There's no, 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 I, don't think that, I don't think that there was anyway, so – We'll see where that takes us. All right. Uh, Austin Owen, good friend of mine. How are you doing, man? What's up, Austin? Are you there? 
Austin, are you there? Brian, are you there? Yes, what's up, man? Hey, long-time listener, first-time <laughs> caller. You people with uh, this joke. Come on. Uh, listen, I want to ask you a question. Is this the first time in recent memory uh, for this particular defense that you can remember us not having a turnover throughout the game? Maybe I missed this question being asked, uh, but uh, this seems to be a rarity for this defense. Well, you did you miss the first quarter? There were two turnovers. Uh, for a, I guess I mean like a touchdown, a score, like a oh, I see what you're saying. Pass. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, Forbes, you know, led the league or led the nation last year in pick sixes, and State has always had that. Yeah, I mean, there were some opportunities though. I mean, I, 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 pick sixes or something, and, and and defensive touchdowns. That's something you can never game plan for. You can't you can't sit there and say, well, before the game starts, okay, we're going to get six points or better on defense. You just can't ever game plan for something like that. So, so no, I mean, not overly surprising. They, they did force some turnovers. I think they'll be fine there. And those opportunities will come for sure. Was Ty, Ty, Tyrone Wheat, number two on the defensive Ty- line, was he the most surprising defensive player to you today? No, Tyrus Wheat is a guy I think is going to have a big season. I think he's, 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 he's going to be a guy, not an all-SEC guy, because he won't have those kind of numbers, but he could be a guy who ends up with six or seven sacks for sure. Perfect. Hey, thanks, Brian. Thanks, Mayo. Take it easy, buddy. All right. Who we got next on the list here? Uh, Hunter Gillen is next. Hunter, are you there? Hunter, are you there? Hey, Brian. How's it going? What's going on, man? Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Hey, man. Love Thunder Lightning. Thanks. Uh, Long-time listener. (laughs) Uh, Quick question. Um, Uh Was it it just me, or did it seem like – well, Rogers' passes were a little wobbly. That didn't seem yeah. very on point. Well, I mean, that's that's going to be Will Rogers, man. I mean, he, he does not have the big arm. There's no question. He's going to have to be accurate, and he's going to have to make some of those throws. But he doesn't have the zip that you know, going back in years past, a, a Nick Fitzgerald or Dak Prescott uh, would have on the ball. So he's going to rely on touch. He's going to rely on accuracy, but. Those those deeper routes, he's going to struggle sometimes with those. So that's why State has to be good about getting yards after the catch in the short passing game. That's why you know that's going to be very important for MSU the rest of the way. You know, you mentioned accuracy. I also thought a few times it seemed like he, you know, there are, there are a few opportunities where he had to wide open receivers, you know, open and mm-hmm. stride, and he just yeah. to hit them behind. Um, yeah, I feel like that's going to be a problem if he continues to do that down the stretch. Yeah, no question. They're, they're, he definitely missed some opportunities today, and I'm, I'm sure Mike Leach will tell us that they'll look at the film and, and try to figure that out. But but you're right, there were some opportunities for some big plays there that he didn't uh, quite take advantage of. So we'll see what happens, man. Hunter, appreciate it, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Looking forward to the show tomorrow. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, who's up next? Uh, let's go back to Chad Parks and see if he can get him on. Chad, what's going on, man? Chad, are you there? Chad Parks? Chad having some connection issues, man. If you can get back with us, we will definitely take your question. Or if you just want to put it in the chat. Uh, Ryan, can you keep an eye on that for me? See if uh, Chad says anything. Will do. Appreciate it. All right, we're getting uh, some... uh, Let's get some more new time, some newer new callers or, or new new uh, chatters. I don't even know what the word is, man. To be honest with you, but RJ Sweatman, we haven't heard from you yet. RJ, are you there? RJ, are you there? Well, dang. <laughs> 
All right, RJ, if you get back with us, just let me know. All right, coming up next will be Buddy Weir. I hope it said it right, Buddy Weir or Buddy Ware. Buddy, are you there? Buddy, are you there? This is the middle of the show. It's going very much like the middle of the game today. Well, how are you doing? Oh, Buddy, are you there? Yeah. Hey, Buddy, what's going on, man? Here we go. Uh, let me ask you a question. Sure. I thought um, that throughout, during the game, except for the last maybe 10 minutes, mm-hmm. that Will Rogers did not look like he was, had any enthusiasm or that there was any intensity mm-hmm. to his gameplay. I mean, when we finally scored those 14 points at the end, mm-hmm. we had a sense of intensity and in, mm-hmm. in, Getting things done, yeah. but I pretty just—I thought the whole offense pretty well set on its hands most of the game. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not wrong, man, buddy. I tell you that they—they—they—they looked like—I don't I wouldn't say gave, gave up, but they didn't look like they had the kind of intensity that you're describing, man. That they—they—they they, they didn't, you know, after they went up 14, and really honestly, after that first touchdown by La Tech, yeah. that seemed to take some wind out of the team. You know, they were they were cruising, everything was looking good, and then boom, it's 14 nothing. And then, you know, on the next drive, when Lata gets the ball back, they run that quarterback keeper that state obviously was not prepared for. And yeah. it's it now, now it's 14 14. So yeah. I think I think La Tech did a good job of taking the wind out of MSU sales. And and as I said earlier, you know, without that return by Tulu Griffin, I don't know that State comes back and wins this football game. That was the spark. That was the spark that got everything going. So I told where Leach said that during the third quarter, it looked like he had some players quit. He said that. Yeah, he said well, that. I'll, I'll be interested to see if there's any changes in the uh, the starting lineup as a result. Yeah, because he doesn't strike me as the coach who would put up with that. I think uh, either whoever did the, some post game. Um, Whoever covered Leach on his post game things, mm-hmm. um, that's what that was a big quote from Leach, mm-hmm. and I thought I think it's indicative of, um, I, I I think it's indicative of losers. You know, you just oh, yeah, yeah, you, you can't you can't have that kind of attitude. So we'll see what happens. Like I said, if they make some changes in the starting lineup, we'll, we'll know who he's talking about. Buddy, appreciate the, the the call, man. Appreciate it. Hey, Brian, we got a couple of uh, questions. We well, got now you got a couple. Yeah, we got a couple. We got a couple here questions in the questions chat. from the chat. Let me right. state: uh, Austin Owen is making a good point. Make sure you're unmuted. Yeah. Uh, you'll see the you'll see the button. It's toward the bottom, right above the chat. Yes. Uh, so, Andrew Russell asked: Do you think Will holding the ball too long led to some of the O line problems? Obviously, they weren't great either way. But do you think Will? Uh, he did seem to be holding the ball too long in some of the instances. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right, Andrew. It, it felt like they were just out of sync, didn't it? It felt like there were times where he had time to throw but couldn't find anybody, so maybe receivers aren't coming open. Then there were times he didn't have time to throw. And then there were times where everything was working and Rodgers just couldn't find his guy. So, you know, it's a lot of kinks to work out in week one. And they only have, you know, six days to work them out before a big-time test comes up. But but you're absolutely right. There, were, there was definitely something uh, something off between the O-line and Rodgers and the receivers at some times. And then Chad Parks, uh, he couldn't figure out the mute. 
but mm-hmm. he said offensive offensive line issues are obvious. Mm-hmm. But it sure felt like the the time Will took to make his reads in quarterback in quarter two and three was mm-hmm. down in the problem. He picked up the pace in quarter four and things changed. That's frustrating considering his time in the system. Yeah, he I agree. Open receivers with yeah. The- this really was a tale of, of not even two quarters, more as much as like twenty minutes of real time. When you think about, or of game time, I guess I should say. When you think about the first ten to fifteen, ten to twelve minutes of the first quarter, and then the last eight minutes of the fourth quarter, Mississippi State looked like the best team in the country. And they scored thirty-five. They scored on five drives, whereas the middle of that game, nothing was clicking for them. And I agree with you, Rodgers was not. He was not right in the middle of that game. He's got to, you know, find a way to push through when things aren't going his way uh, early on. If he can't, it's, it's going to be a, a bit of a long year. All right. All right. So we got we got one more question. One more question. Go ahead. Want... It's from uh, a handsome young man named Stephen Augustinelli. I was just about to let him talk, so let's just oh, let's go just ahead. go ahead and do that. You know, I, I can't. He is family. I can't stay mad at him. And he's he's a great, tremendous, tremendous individual. Stephen, are you there? I'm here. Well, all right. What's your question? I, first off, I appreciate you asking me a question here in the chat when you could just ask me anytime you want. So I appreciate you helping me out. Brian, I appreciate everything you're doing to make this a uh, well-oiled calling show. It's, it's, I appreciate I'm, that. There's a lot of appreciation going on. So what, not, what do you got I, for me? One, first off, I just want to say I'm not mad at you anymore since you've allowed me to speak. Secondly, I really feel like Mark separated himself as the uh, number one running back today. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Marshall was fantastic. Moving forward, so, if I let me uh, moving forward, I think if if we can just have some type of running game, it will make a huge difference. So I just hope that, that that's a sign of things to come. I know Louisiana Tech's a little bit weaker appointed than we would normally play, but maybe so we just work State, out things. If you take Will Rogers out, let's do that, right? Because the sacks count against it. Well, State carried the ball fourteen times today for eighty-four yards. Man, you'll take that every day. Every day. I thought, and, and Mark's 12 carries for 71 yards and a score, and then he had a touchdown receiving. So three touchdowns of the day. You're absolutely right. Marks is definitely RB1 uh, in this offense. He played really, really well. Uh, and if he continues to play like that, State's going to be able to win some games. I, I, I definitely uh, definitely believe that. We'll, we'll leave Steven on as a moderator here because you never know uh, what, what, what might come. Uh, trying to stay with some new callers here. So let's go to Jason Miller. Are you there, Jason? Jason Miller, are you there? Yes, I'm hey, here. Hey, what's going on, man? Appreciate you joining me. Hey, how's it going, man? What's going on, um, man? So, obviously, it's a very frustrating game. Yes. Um, just not, you know, I've gone back and forth if I think that this air raid thing is going to work, you know, and then, then they have to have a fourth quarter like that where literally it seemed like in four minutes, you know, they score three touchdowns, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like they give us a glimpse uh, of what air raid could be when things are clicking, but. Man, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know if if, if this is just uh, if Leach is going to work out or not. What, what's your thoughts about that? You know, this is the thing. I get the, I get the, the dads, right? I get them because there was a point tonight. I mean, think about what this show was going to be like. What we would have been talking about if it if that score had held up at thirty four fourteen. I mean, I would have come in here and it would have been like, okay, guys, I'm telling you. Basically, I'd already planned out what I was going to say. It was. If you want to come to these games, that's fine. But if you come with expectations, that's on you. I mean, I, I, I was ready to say, like, I don't know if it's going to work or not, but we're just going to have to sit back and watch because he's not going anywhere. 
He was able, like I said, to soften the blow of that by coming back and getting the win. So it's perfectly acceptable, guys, to have doubts because they haven't been that well-oiled machine yet. Now, if they come out next week and they're clicking and, and they're moving the ball up and down the field on North Carolina State, you know, then we can reassess. Always, don't ever, you know, and I talk about it all the time on Sports Talk, man, don't ever be settled into your first thought. Let new information be your guide. If State comes out next week and plays well, we can talk about, okay, they're figuring things out. If they play poorly, well, then we can sort of stay where we are right now. So. I think we'll just have to wait and see what, what next week brings, Jason. We'll just have to give it a, give it a, give it some time. Thanks for thanks for the call, man. All right, who we got? So it's uh, seven forty-seven. Uh, Let's give it another uh, thirteen minutes. We'll go to eight o'clock. And Brian, uh, I was going to mention. Uh, yeah, I think it was uh, Brett Hudson who pointed out. Yeah, Leach has a long history of losing and playing very badly against teams like this Don't in know. his first game. Don't know how he was able to do that. How he was able to tweet with all that raisin, raisin canes grease all over his hands, but he did it. Uh, Josh Watson is our next uh, caller. Josh, are you there? Yeah, I think uh, now I need some raisin canes. <laughs> Just go get some Zach. Nah. It's all the same, man. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man. I think this is the last game I watched sober this year. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it anymore. I hear you. Um, I, hear you. I got so. Somebody, Think about my situation. Yeah. Not only I got to watch it sober, I can't say anything. Oh. I'm just sitting up here. Me and Robbie. Fall yeah, you had to, you had to actually be there for it. at least. I could just sit on the couch and watch it. That Me and Robbie are just exchanging glances the whole show, whole game. Like, man, that show was going to be fire when we finally put it together. Oh yeah, no, we. I, I think everybody was waiting for that. Kind of like you said. I, I think we all knew what was uh, what was on the docket for the show if uh, yeah. if things didn't go the way they did in the fourth quarter. No, so, no doubt like, about it, How do you think uh, – and I hadn't looked at it. How do you think this matches up as far as, like, the run game, figuring into this air raid? I mean, is this kind of on par with what Leach has done in the past, or uh, so, is it just is, – is he running a little bit more with this team out of necessity? Yeah. So State ran for – like, again, let's take Will Rogers' numbers out. And I, and I don't really like to do that, but we're going to for this, for the purpose of this exercise. State ran the ball for 84 yards today. That is an above-average day running for a Mike Leach team. Uh, he's only he's had, I think, three teams ever average 100-plus yards per game for the season. But it's some of his most successful teams. I think his team in uh, 2008 that had the uh, Michael Crabtree, and they end up being number one in the nation for a couple weeks. His team at Washington State with Minshew. They ran the ball for about 60, 70 yards a game. That's all you really need. And again, and this is the thing I said on, on Sports Talk, I said it on Thunder and Lightning, and I'll say it again here, and it, it held up today. It's yards per carry. You know, if you can run the ball 15, 16 times and you average five or six yards a carry, you're fine. You're fine. You yeah, just, and I, you, I think you, you, it can't be three yards a carry like it was last year. Yeah, no, I, th- I think Marks is separating himself. And then, uh, no question. You know, I think, again, some of the screenplays, uh, those look good. The one play, uh, the touchdown to Wally, looked good, uh, kind of play action, stuff like that, I think is going to yeah. be – because like y'all were talking about, I don't know that Rodgers has the arm to, mm-hmm. to get it downfield into tight spaces. It's going to be more accuracy and, uh, and and schemed plays like that. But, yeah, man. I agree. Well, right, uh, hopefully it wasn't too hard on you. Uh, I'll be all right, man. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate the, uh, all right, brother. the time. Take care, All man. right. We got hey, a Brian. couple more people here. Who, who's up here? Yeah. Brian, I do have a question for you. Go ahead. I ask. What made yeah. us be able to push the ball downfield in the fourth quarter? Was it just Louisiana Tech playing softer coverage, or we had bigger chunk plays 
excuse me, which I thought was a which made a difference in us being able to score quickly. I think a part big part of it is depth. They just don't have the depth that Mississippi State does, and, and their guys were worn out by the end of the year. You know, think about their defense. I mean, State, I mean, wasn't really doing much, but they were staying on the field for the most part. And they had, think about the, uh, the the way that sequence went. Right, they had the pick six, they kick off, and then there's the long return. Right, so you've just been winded running down trying to block for that interception, and now you're right back on the field, and it's on the twenty yard line. I mean, you know, that's tough. And that and that little bit of spark was enough to get things going for Mississippi State. And State's the better team. They are the more talented team. They should have won this football game very easily. But they needed a spark, and, and thank God for Tulu Griffin. Otherwise, like I said, this, this show would be something else. All right, we got three more people who haven't had a chance to speak tonight, and then we'll wrap things up. So let's go to John Burnett if you're there. John, are you there? Brian, come back to me. Get to me. I'll talk you? to you next week. Okay. All right, John. Appreciate it. We'll remove him. And let's go to uh, RJ Sweatman. RJ, are you there? I'm here. You hear me? Yes, sir. What's going on, man? All right. My question is how concerned are you about the uh, continuing bust in the secondary? I mean, we got a lot of talent back there. And even going back to last year, it seemed to be that's what was killing our defense, as good as they were, was we always gave up long plays in the passing passing game. I think, RJ, that's just going to be the trademark of this defense. When you, when you bring pressure, you're going to put yourself in those positions to give up big plays. Now, that said, the first one was not due to bringing pressure. Forbes just got beat. He, he, made, he, bought, on the, he bought on the play fake. And he got beat, but I think by and large, I mean that's the, I, I, I think if you're uh, big plays, if, if you tell me you know you're going to give up points, would you rather give up big plays or long drives? I'd rather give up big plays because big plays are something you can correct. Long drives is an issue, so I think I think they'll be okay. And Forbes and Emerson are quality players. You know they're going to figure it out. I, I'm not I'm not overly worried about them, RJ. Well, I was also really impressed with the uh, line. I thought the linebackers played great. Nobody really yeah. stood out, but they all contributed equally. Yeah, they, you know, they attacked the line. They got some tackles for losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's going to be the hallmark again of this defense. And the three-three-five is those are the guys who are really going to have to 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 play well for this defense to be good. You know, your, your line is going to be the guys who sort of eat up the blockers and sort of help you in the run game. But the linebackers are the key to this defense. Uh, so we'll see what happens. RJ, appreciate the the, uh, the, the talk, man. Uh, let's see here. Two more. Uh, John Burnett's back with us. We'll go to him, and then we're going to finish up with Rex Park. So, Rex, if you're listening, go ahead and get ready. John, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, my wife was on the phone. Uh, uh, you tell her to get off the phone. We are we are doing business in here. Yeah, well, I yeah, we're driving home, and I don't feel like getting yelled at. So, uh, the, uh, so the guy – that Johnson was having such a big issue with. I didn't have a depth chart or a, a media guide in front of me, but he looked like he was a lot smaller than Johnson mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, sometimes it's, that's an issue. You can't get up under somebody that's shorter than you when you're that big. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, Johnson, I agree. 350 or whatever. Trust um, me, I understand how it is sometimes being too big. Yeah, man. Me too. Me too. <laughs> um, the, but, my, 
he wasn't he was good, but he wasn't that athletic. My concern mm-hmm. is, you know, we were talking about, you know, tweaking things and making things better. What happened what's gonna happen when we play somebody that is more athletic than we are than they were on the defensive line? We'll I find mean, out ne- find out next week, John. Yeah, I, mean, I know. North Carolina know. State's a better team. They're a much exactly. better team. Exactly. So, that, that was that was kind of what the point I was getting to. Yeah. To answer your question, I mean, either they're going to play better or they're going to be. They're, Will Rogers is going to be in a lot of trouble. There's no. There's no middle ground with that. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not like that. Uh, six sack first quarter yeah. Dak had several years ago. Uh, I remember it well. So yeah, we'll, we'll, you know they've got they've got a lot of work to do in the next six days before to get ready for North Carolina State. Yeah. Thank you for coming back to me, man. I appreciate it. No problem, John. Thanks for joining us, man. Let's finish up tonight. Our last speaker is going to be Rex Parker. Rex, are you there? Rex, are you there? Oh, hate to. Here we go. There he is. Rex, what's going on, man? I found the mute button. There you go. What can I do for you? Hey, guys. Um, My thought this whole game was something that um, Mike Leach has been telling us for a year or two years, whatever it's been. Uh, is that we're inconsistent. I mean, at the end of the day, we had some really good times in this game. And then at the, you know, through the midway, through the point of the game, you know, we were very bad. And so I think he's been telling us the answer for two years. We're inconsistent. Yeah. And that's all, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're right. He, he, if you, anytime we talk to Mike Leach after practice, it's always about the consistency is like one of the first words out of his mouth. So yeah. state's got to get more consistent. It's apparently yeah. not coach speak. No, no, it's not. Hopefully what happened in the fourth quarter today can be a spark that leads to that. You know, the, now you, you should have a good week of practice. You got a little little pep in your step after that kind of win. You know this is a big opponent coming up. Night game here at Davis Wade. Should be a big crowd. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Rex, appreciate the call, man. Thanks, guys. All right. Guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Really appreciate this uh, for our first time. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be doing it every game, even after the road games. I'm not traveling to the road games, uh, so it'll be a lot easier uh, for me on those. But uh, looking forward to it. Ryan and Steven, thanks for your time. Thanks for, for helping me out. And, uh, guys, have a great night. Robbie and I are going to figure out if we're going to record tonight or tomorrow, but we'll have the podcast up as soon as possible. And uh, we'll be back with you very, very soon. And, of course, Sports Talk Mississippi on Monday. We'll recap all of this. And, of course, we'll be previewing Ole Miss Louisville uh, and what's going to happen there. Have a great have a great night guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. This was great. Hi right, guys. Good job y'all. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.